What is going on, everybody? It is 117. Wait, wait, no, that's wrong. It is episode 116 of Pop Culture Crisis. We're off to a fantastic uh-huh. start today. Uh, that's not a bad omen at all. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Introduce yourself, We're please. Losing it. Uh, <laughs> I'm Mary. We are, we're doing good. I saved it. I pulled it back yeah. at the last minute. I could have started umming and aahing really bad there, but I didn't. I'm actually quite proud of the way I moved through that rather, rather smoothly. I'm proud of you too. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we have a guest host today. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's her fault that I, I stuttered at the beginning. Introduce yourself, please. That is not a very w- warm way to welcome your guest host. <laughs> it's not. Hi, I'm Hannah Claire Brimmel. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. An interrupter of Brett's train of thought, apparently. I, I was not talking. <laughs> <laughs> it is my own fault, guys. Brett's just jealous. Just your energy just, in the room. It's disruptive? Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, it's not the worst thing I've heard, but. Well, we're going to call you the disruptor from now on. I'm just here at your invitation. This, this so. is true. So uh, thank you for coming today. Yeah, uh, thanks for having You me. looked very busy earlier when I saw you with work. I have been churning away at the articles. You can find them on TimCast.com. Click on the read tab. That was a perfect transition. That was Shamelessly perfect. plug my own stuff. No, it's uh, it's been kind of a wild time in the news and um, just trying to keep on top of everything, not get too focused on one thing. And is that like a problem right now because uh, like of stuff going on in, in politics and stuff like dying that? dying down a little bit this week, but after the Supreme Court decision leak, things got really focused. And it's good to have a lot of analysis of what these kinds of things could have for the country. On the other hand, you know, yeah. we've got politicians from the British Virgin Islands being arrested on drug trafficking charges and all kinds of things. Which, so. as far as I'm concerned, is cooler sounding and more interesting. I, I couldn't help but laugh reading this headline mm-hmm. like there's nothing to compare it to the top elected official of an island nation is in federal custody right now <laughs> he won't resign so they can't name his interim leader there's like he's like i don't know he he got caught telling um federal agents like undercover agents yes i will help you smuggle cocaine through our ports and uh this is why like politics in other countries is so much more interesting yeah. way there's more so interesting. much less like control on it it's yep. just it's, it's just, just crazy and the other part is like so he's the elected head of the british virgin islands but then there is um a, the british virgin islands are actually part of the british commonwealth so they have uh that's the premier and then they have so what you're saying is chris carr would hate them I don't know. They do have an appointed <laughs> head that, that comes yes. from the monarch. So, like, they still have a government, but also very weird. Uh, but, yeah. Anyways, I'm super excited to be on and talk about pop culture. It's always fun to be with you guys. Uh, a good breakaway from the, the drug-dealing British Commonwealth politician people. <laughs> uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about Ezra Miller and uh, what I see as a whole host of... Uh, it's like one part hypocrisy, one part... Um, Understandable business decision is kind of the best way I can put it. Uh, we're also going to talk about an actress named Lauren Ash, who's uh, in the news for something regarding weight loss, weight gain, and, and all that stuff, which can be a very difficult topic for some people to talk about because uh, there's a lot of it has to do with this notion of community. There's the notion of expectations of men and women in these industries. A lot of interesting stuff there. Uh, then we've also got Britney Spears, which Hannah Claire, I, I famously think she loved talking about Britney Spears when we first started, and now she's kind of like oh but it's just yeah the britney that's what it feels like when we, when no, we talk about britney. i think my thoughts on britney are sort of like she is interesting but the the crux of what i was interested in have died away yes so i i, t- I but i picked it up today because mary looked so excited to talk about britney spears that's the reason more just it. very unnerved and it just... is 
And I have my own theory as to why she <laughs> comes off. sticking up on my neck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got my own theories as to why her stuff comes off worse. Uh, I'll save that for the segment, but I do have oh. my own very, my own very unique theory. Well, I, I've, I've shared it with you. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we're, we're going to get into it. So we got that. We got Podluck. We got a bunch of stuff. So if you ladies are ready to go. We are uh, so ready. You're ready? Yes. You're ready. I'm ready. All right. Woo. All right, so Ezra Miller not being replaced as The Flash, and given the fact that we just had a segment, what was it, Monday, called The Great Cancel, which I refer to as The Great Canceling of Hollywood, which is basically... It was everyone is canceled, therefore no one is canceled. Yeah, uh, basically, you know, if you look in the wrong direction and you say something that isn't 110% pre-approved by a script supervisor in the real world somehow, you are going to get in trouble. That is what Hollywood has given us uh, in the world today, which which I had one at one point laugh at because I, I just I try to not be this way, but I tend to kind of take great joy in like how for as moralistic as they behave, uh, seeing their inability to follow their own rules kind of always gives me a little bit of joy mm-hmm. on the inside. I'm, I'm becoming very ghoulish. I mean, in it's this also job. like even the theme of that was also like if you're a horrible person, you are still uh I mean, even if you aren't guilty, you'll be painted with the same brush as the person who is guilty. And then, like, there's no discussion of, like, the degree to which you actually infringed upon the law or, you know... Nuance is kind of There's just no... um, It's like a binary system. You are either a person or you're not. Yep. Nuance is kind of dead to them. So it says, uh, Warner Brothers is reportedly not considering replacing Ezra Miller as The Flash. Uh, with The Flash sl- slated to hit theaters next year, many DC fans have maybe wondering what actor Ezra Miller's future is in the titular role, given their multiple arrests in Hawaii recently. I also want to point this out uh, as somebody who does not want to be rude. I used to try very hard to get Ezra's pronouns as correct as possible, but given the amount of arrests and physical assault... It's like, if you can't even show the most basic respect to other people, which is just not physically assaulting yeah. them, like, why would anyone go to the effort of doing a special little... I'm going to try my best pronouns. still, because that's uh, it's a value that I inherit, but I'm not going to stop the show and apologize repeatedly well, if I screw it up. It's very Midwestern politeness. Thank you. Yeah, I was going to well, say, like, straight out of Minnesota over here. <laughs> I feel very judged right now. But in a nice judged. way. We're proud of your thank, manners. Thank you. So it says, uh, now even more reports are surf- surfacing that seem to indicate that the higher ups at Warner Brothers are not considering replacing the actor after all. Adam B. Vary, who is the senior entertainment writer for, at Variety, reports that sources say the role isn't being reconsidered at all. That's At this point, they kind of can't because the movie's a year away and they're so deep into filming. Uh, they're, they're well past. I don't think there was ever even a question. No. They were just saying that talks are being had because that's what you have to say yeah. when your star is just out here committing yes. crimes. I feel like they're like talks are being had because we're being forced to do it because yeah. this guy cannot stay out I of mean, the headlines. I mean, he's had a solid couple weeks without hurting anyone. So, <laughs> thank you. Good Let's give him a medal. A solid couple weeks, I you mean, say. Like, like he, maybe he's compared been compared to before. He's probably that's been That's pretty good. Although some people never have these allegations brought against him. Yeah. It's crazy. My also, they're not allegations. They're like proven fact. He's got like an arrest record. And still gotta yeah. love that video of him like na- dancing and like living it up next to like his mugshot on the TV. That's uh, living <laughs> your best life. My theory, my theory is that he's just been inside watching the Johnny Depp trial the whole time. But so now he they're hasn't... on break. So he's going out back to the bars <laughs> again. Women in Hawaii, beware. Uh, Please, the... stay safe in your homes. <laughs> 
Shelter in it's place. It's code red. Ezra Miller <laughs> on the loose, not in custody. Shelter in place. Ezra Miller is loose again. <laughs> Stay away from all karaoke bars. <laughs> also, chairs. Blood sirens going off. I was going to say, somebody should Photoshop like him on set at one of the movies and all ch- places where chairs would be are mysteriously missing. Or like it's- all the chairs are just padded with like foam. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you're at like a Yellowstone National Park and they're like, don't approach the bison. They will charge. I know they're fun to take a picture of, but stay in your car. Like, like on the I, on the red carpets, they're like, don't approach the Ezra. They, <laughs> he may he approach you. you. There's nothing we can do about it at that point. One of the reasons I, I brought this up is because the, the case that I found the most interesting was that we just recently had Fred Savage who got kicked off of uh, a show for basically being, being a jerk. He's a jerk. He had uh, He had a sexual assault allegation against him when he was 16 years old. Uh, that was not what this was about. What they're saying is that it's a, it's a repetitive form of behavior from him that he's uh, he's done such things and says uh, when my client this is uh, in regarding to his uh, allegations in 2016 where it says the lawyer of this woman who got uh, who sued him her name was I always get it uh, Juan I forget how to pronounce her or I didn't get the full name here yeah Yungju uh, Huang. Uh, a costume so she was a customer so she designed costumes on a show he was working on she came to him uh and, and asked about fresh allegations uh after their settlement huang uh, huang's lawyer anita seda said to page six on monday there wasn't this was a long time coming and i'm not surprised in the least when my client client came to me in 2018 with her allegations against mr savage we discovered that there was at least one lawsuit that had been filed against him in the past and that mr savage had allegedly engaged in the same type of behavior not towards my client but another woman as well i'm guessing they wouldn't be able to speak on that if they're if it's finished out of court you know if they settled out of court most mm-hmm. likely they wouldn't be allowed to speak on it but mm-hmm. they're making their inferences from the fact that this did happen uh that the court case did happen it is unfortunate that it took my client speaking out and now reportedly these others before action was finally taken so if this happens to him uh, in which they're talking about he was hurling a defendant savage was known to intimidate bully torment female co-workers uh, while they were doing their jobs by yelling things like, I'm not a dog, quit effing following me, don't even effing look at me anymore, and get the F away from me. I've been watching like a bunch of like old um, kind of meta stuff from Hollywood where this is exactly the type of meta humor that used to be injected into Hollywood films to kind of satirize Hollywood stars. Yeah. This is like, that's not uh, like, so the question is, is that... That's the thing, like, the the punchline of that joke satirizing the entitlement and like emotional volatility of a of a celebrity it's supposed to be that oh but they're not really like that like the punchline is that they're not actually like that like that but, but they, they are. are so how is it funny it's it's not funny. like they actually degrade people verbally um, so okay he was how old when this was happening? This is just the other a couple years ago. A couple years ago, so he's well into adulthood like by then. The sexual if assault allegation. If you became allegation, famous as a child, you just I think you are emotionally way more likely more to be likely. like this. Yeah, and like the things that he's saying, like I'm not a dog. Quit following me. Don't like even look at me anymore. Get away from me. Like I understand where those are aggressive, and depending on how they're presented, they could seem maybe even threatening. But like he's actually asking to be left alone. He, like, yeah. does he feel intensely intruded upon yeah. by just people Which, doing their jobs? If you were like him. a childhood star that got very little privacy, and like, yeah, like the allegation he said, she, this this woman who's bringing the uh, case against him says that she was like brushing dandruff off, presumably his shoulders, and he was like he freaked out. Mm-hmm. But like, if 
again it doesn't necessarily excuse it but like i feel like there is a weird context here that i'm not getting like mm -hmm. he seems like he is extremely uncomfortable with people being close to him is yeah. this like a documented pattern of behavior mm -hmm. it doesn't make him less accountable for how he presents mm -hmm. like his right like if you have for, issues that you still have you to handle them respectfully yeah but like it is interesting that like they're like yeah he was harassing her mm -hmm. but he's like telling her to leave him alone she he's not like degrading but in her a way like appearance. she can't leave him alone because that's costumer. literally her job yeah to which seems like he needs things. psychological help on a different look you know what i mean like something i don't totally get this i feel like i'm missing context also i want to point out that even though this is different from what happened with ezra miller because what happened with ezra miller was offset uh, this the, the what they're talking about here is that um, if it's a costumer, then it's when he was actually acting and not just producing. Mm -hmm. And what's happening to Ezra is happening right now because he is an actor and not a producer. It's just in his so Hollywood is well, so Hollywood is just doing say, everything that's going on with Ezra Miller is like on his. It's own on the time. offensive, like mm -hmm. he is going after other people. But my point is that they're just protecting their stars again, like they always have. A producer they can get rid of, they can replace you with another producer. Anybody can financially invest in a film and become but part of the- But you said Savage got kicked off of whatever he was working on, so they're not protecting him. But no, he's, what he's getting kicked off of now it was not for an acting role. He's an actor and he's a director and a producer now. But the stuff that they're referring to in the past was that he got away with because that show didn't end because he got whatever that was but didn't those, end because those it was allegations canceled. didn't come up during that time right yeah they they Whereas, settled like, in court the hard thing about ezra miller's for the studio i assume is that like it's happening in real time as they're like are they actively still filming this movie as they're putting it together they're like oh yeah we'll cut this scene and we'll put in the green screen and then there's this flash of like oh wait what's this ezra miller has thrown a chair at someone oh wait he's like drop kick some like do we know what stage they're at in in making this movie they're if it's a if they pushed it, it a year out it, it was supposed to be out this year and it got pushed to next year which means that they're likely entering uh the end of film reshoots and then going into post-production they're far too far too late they're way too far along to just replace him it was never right. in question that he was always going to be the one to star in this movie but it does not mean that they couldn't later on shy away from the character and and try to implement another version of the character right. through the multiverse which is a as we know a creatively bankrupt way of solving every problem now for all of the stars like the the sooner you release it, the sooner you can wash your hands of this person and not hire them anymore. If that's what I'm to, and I don't know if his um, his identity markers, if the things that he's held up as parts of his personality that are to be championed, I don't know if those have kept him employed. I don't know if it's simply the fact that he lords over the role and that they've spent too much time investing money. It's gotta uh, be, I, I think, a mix of both. Of both. I don't think, like, his... Um, like gender identity is inconsequential but it's also probably I don't think not it's enough to save him but also like they bet on this person just like they would with any actor yep. when they give them a major role that's sort of the start of a franchise and like he is consistently it's not like this wasn't like a one-time thing in iceland he got too drunk and attacked someone which would also be horrible mm -hmm. like he is consistently showing an erratic pattern of behavior which if they were like could you put this person on a press junket there's no way the press stays away from the stories. Like, then what? While doing Flash interview, Ezra Miller attacks journalists. Like, I mean, this person is now a liability, but they have invested too much money in this to cut him off. I he, sh he should lean into it, and the first press thing he should do is carpool karaoke. On <laughs> <laughs> he just, no. like, takes the wheel and runs <laughs> off the road. Uh, 
and beyond uh, that, I, I also want to point out, like, this, it, like you, you mentioned that it's a, it's a pattern of behavior, and that they've, they've bet money. You know, they, you know, they put all on this dude to, to run this uh, character for a long-standing franchise. Imagine the risk that Marvel took in 2008 when they co-sponsored Johnny Depp to play Iron Man, who was fresh. Well, I guess not fresh off, but still reeling from being very much a troubled adult uh, Hollywood personality. I mean, it's why the Grindelwald series kicked him off, right? Like. When Johnny Depp's allegations, like the Amber Heard, his divorce. Did I say Johnny Depp? You said Johnny Depp, but I... I meant Robert Downey Jr. Okay. I meant Robert Downey. So imagine you're Marvel in 2008, uh, and Robert Downey Jr. has been in trouble for loads of time, mm-hmm. and uh, they bet all on him. Wait, he I- is like Iron a known Man. Hollywood phoenix. He has really recovered his reputation, and I, I honestly... I don't know like, how long... Far, I don't know how far along is, that was I don't know enough about him. I know he had sort of a sordid past. I just don't know a ton about it, to be honest, and I think that's true of a lot of the audience that follows his Iron Man series. Yeah, I don't With either. Johnny, but he hasn't been in trouble since then, is the point. And that's the thing. Like, enough time has gone by that, like, his legacy has, like, redeemed itself. With the Johnny Depp, like, it's the I didn't same... Mean to bring cal- up jo- I didn't mean to bring up Johnny But I'm going to bring up Johnny Depp. <laughs> like, it's the same calculation that Grindelwald, Harry Potter spinoff, execs when they decided that he was no longer going to be part of that movie ezra miller is in that they movie. decided that johnny depp was too much of a liability that his reputation would damage the Which, film it's crazy that they would decide that mm-hmm. about johnny depp ezra miller is in that movie who is ongoing like abusive to yep. people and but would, ezra miller didn't have those allegations at the time right the the 2021 ab- the yeah. iceland one absolutely did and then we have this here which says ezra miller's alleged ex claims to be terrified of actor and accused them of abuse Ezra Miller has a few issues relating to their public image lately uh, following an arrest in Hawaii. Now Miller is facing viral accusations of of abuse from an alleged former partner. Now, obviously, take this stuff with a grain of salt. This is Twitter. She's got uh, pictures with them here. Uh, It says of them here. It says they're both them, by the way. I I meant to say of them, not them. I I got it right. Not the singular, but them, the plural. I got it right by accident. The singulars are them and the plural is them. I actually got it right that time. By American, accident. Uh, the English language dies slowly yes. and slowly. <laughs> Following Ezra Miller's arrests, uh, recent arrest, this video was uploaded to TikTok about six hours ago with the caption, you took everything from me. Ezra Miller is not a good human. I can now say that without being terrified. I, I wonder what, um, if I can play devil's advocate for a minute, what would, if she's, as long as she's out of chair reach and not in a karaoke bar, like what would she be? afraid of like that he would smear her i guess he could sue her for defamation okay all right all right so uh, okay let's remember our favorite legal action to sue for defamation so it says the original tiktok is no longer public as solange set their account to private but many of them uh, many of their claims so they're both they they're both they thems okay yes all right are still circulating online uh, as the video has been reposted across platforms. In the original TikTok, Salon shared photos of the two from 2019 as evidence of their alleged relationship. In the caption the original of the original TikTok, Salon alleges, specifies, you took everything from me, Ezra Miller is not a good human, and I can finally say it without being terrified. Hashtag abuser. In another video, Salon is vague and claims that they do not want to go into too many details, about, uh, but has urged any of Ezra Miller's other potential victims to come forward. Uh... Vague booking is never a good idea. Whoa, never this is book. the craziest part. Sorry. <laughs> the, the misgendering part? Yeah. Yes. Uh, go ahead. You want to read that part? Um, 
Okay, uh, Ren, who has a history of documenting alleged abuses by Ezra Miller, posted a tweet containing several screenshots of their conversation with Solange, where they detailed some of Miller's behavior. In one message, Solange said that Miller was off his effing rocker and that Miller allegedly intentionally misgendered them, Solange, and also yelled at an airline employee for seemingly no reason. Did but this that, person that also is... then misgender them by saying off his fucking rocker? This is so many layers. The thing is, no Nothing, none of this straight. stuff matters. Look, I'm so over it. This is why I'm saying, like, why are we trying to accommodate somebody who doesn't even accommodate on because the same exact... But to be fair, apparently neither one of them do. Because I'm from the Midwest and I'm doing my best here, but I'm losing patience with these people. Uh, if you he, can't even keep your hands off another person... Uh, this is like basic even kindergarten down to nonsense. the misgendering thing, though. Like, he won't even correctly use somebody else's pronouns that are the same as his. Yep. So, which makes me think because this clearly he doesn't care about it that much. Well, and like this girlfriend or partner mm -hmm. uses the term his, right? Uh -huh. And she says he misgendered me. So right. she, using his. So is this something he just doesn't show in his private life? He's like, I don't care about this. this it just, just gets like, me movie deals, yep. eye for an eye. <laughs> at this point and uh the part wow. i hate the most about it is that uh, also bill, remember bill what happened to bill murray um bill murray basically uh got into a, he, he made a crude joke was it was it they, no one knows what it was they, there's no like uh it wasn't no it wasn't physical contact he said something off color something that, that made kiki palmer upset upset and for that did she officially come out and say it's me that's upset no but we all know but it's, it's the only woman like... involved in the movie so <laughs> no it's only women can be upset wow well they said it was a character in the movie and she's the only woman listed on the script so what does it have to do with being a woman because because they, they said it they was a woman it in the press they, okay yeah, yeah. I'm not just. And being... we also, I was mean, say, we... how are those Midwestern values over we there? We do have an inkling that Kiki Palmer oh, is easily I'm offended. Sure so... I'm, I'm not. I'm not actually. I'm just being critical. <laughs> and I, and and that's thank you for that. That's it's very kind of you. So I I just I ask you know why is there why is Ezra Miller allowed to but Johnny Depp is fired and Bill Murray is fired and Fred Savage is fired and everyone's fired because but... Ezra is young and going by trendy pronouns like that's what it is. You, I mean it's, it's it can't be that simple. If it's not that but they're making is, a really though. hard case for it to be anything else um he is not even so popular like it's not like he is a super in-demand star yeah. yes he has some stuff coming up but like uh, when we go back to his imdb page it's like he was in those episodes of royal pains and then he sort of disappeared for a while and now he's sort of coming back so process of elimination we could throw out, tell us. we could throw out a nepotism allegation is his dad a higher up at a studio and that's why they're yeah. like okay we finally got to put ezra in some stuff i mean it just doesn't make a ton of sense why they would stand by him unless they were betting on this identitarian like we're going to uh, have a trendy they them person in the movie and it turns out that person is acting erratically it could also change once this movie comes out they might just dump him like a like a box i uh, bet like a box i think they that will. would be a smart decision yeah. i mean also like this movie's gonna come out they're still gonna have to do press for it like I, he's not going to appear in a press junket there is no way we'll see about that. i mean that's if it's a year out he could still appear in a press no, junket i you think don't... he's gonna get worse i think i'm not and this is just total speculation on my part so i i please take it with a grain of salt mm -hmm. but you know his allegations of violence are increasing right he's acting more yep. erratically and is probably under more scrutiny and if this is let's say like a mental health issue and he is undergoing some psychological break or trauma uh then it's 
doesn't sound like he is seeking help and recovery for it. So it, it doesn't seem like he would be ready to be a representation and take accountability for his actions if he's filmed dancing next to his mugshot like he doesn't care, <laughs> right? Like that's who the studio wants to send out. I, I just don't think There's that's truly like no seems remorse. like the worst horse to bet on. Seems like we should just have the Johnny Depp trial going forever and hopefully it just keeps him inside. <laughs> then nothing happens. They're lucky. I are we talking about the Johnny Depp trial? Today? No, there's no. We're, I'm, I'm. That was not a clever segue. No, it was not. I'm right now. I'm on a John. I'm, I'm on a Depp detox. I'm. I'm detoxing my own from the Johnny Depp trial right now. Just for the week. Enjoying Why? a couple because they're off. They're on break right now. They got a week. A uh, week off of of trial. But I feel like you were getting kind of tired of it, anyways. Or no? Um. Yeah. But you know. But it, more stuff kept coming out more, yeah it's it just was just like i've enjoyed I seeing these videos of his lawyer like staring at, like there's a video i think i sent it to you i'm not sure of like amber heard staring at Donny, johnny depp from the defense table and he's not looking up but his lawyer is like staring back at her there's a there's a great thing on on line today about how they people are like ship that's because this is the dystopian is world so we live weird. in that they're they're like shipping johnny depp and his lawyer because they're like look at the way he touches her arm uh it's yeah the one who like reapplied her lip gloss or yes. something yeah no no i'm talking about his male lawyer oh no. ben all the comment sections are like we love ben I'm like, <laughs> what is ben's last name as a journalist i need to know this is, this is so dystopian like yeah. you said like it like it feels like it's I, just like we stand ben and i'm like you go zoomers i'm excited <laughs> for you it's just uh, this is the the consequence of TikTok, and you never know what's real and what's staged. Like, how many videos do you see on TikTok or Instagram that you're like, that was very clearly staged? But there are people out there who buy that stuff who don't realize that what they're looking at isn't a real thing. No, somebody did not just throw a piece of garbage on the ground uh, out of a car, and then the guy gets up and like throws it back in the car. And it's very clearly no, staged. But with the trial stuff, it reminds me of the like Britney Spears conservator like yeah. moment where people would be like, oh, well, she's doing this. Oh, she hasn't been seen in this many days. Oh, she wore a black shirt, which means she read our comment. Like with the Johnny Depp, <laughs> Amber Heard stuff, they're well, like, they're I like, mean, we said that. We literally did that. <laughs> but they're like, did you notice that his lawyer is acting this way? Do you notice that she's holding, she can tell someone's taking a picture and she's holding up a, a tissue? Like if you had, every, you know, if you have 10 people observing one scenario, they might all notice different details and they'll probably notice some of the same. Yep. But if you get 50,000 people observing it over and over again, like these patterns become much more interesting. That's why I think watching like tri trials like this unfold on TikTok are kind of fascinating. We need Ezra Miller to go on trial. That's what we need. <laughs> we need the great Ezra Miller uh, trial is for- not, Is he facing? I don't think so. No. He'll, he'll, he won't go to trial, but okay. Uh, superstar act, superstar, superstore actress, uh, Lauren Ash says that people told, told her that she is no longer a role model because she lost weight. I was gonna say, I don't think she's a role model because I've never heard of this person or this sh show. I've never so, seen the show. There are so many like known people now. Yeah. Yeah. Being known like, is, is very nebulous. No. It's cheaply made. <laughs> so it says, uh, Lauren Ash is done with unsolicited comments about her body. And I don't blame her. Like, this is one of the things that I have the hardest part about, like, with social media. It's like, as great as it is, I'm sure, for these people, with the 9,000 positive comments that you get, you're going to invite negative ones. And this community, in the they love to talk about these communities, the body positivity community. Everything's a community now. 
you know? Uh, and they, they tend to invite a lot of vitriol uh, when you don't, when things don't go the way they want them to. Look at the way they treated Rebel Wilson. Look at the way they treat Adele. Uh, if you make any change whatsoever, uh, they're well, not exactly fans Well, it's sort of because, like, as a celebrity, you're cemented in people's minds forever as the first time they saw you. And people first saw... Adele back in like what 2009 or something when yep. she was overweight or they first saw Rebel Wilson in Pitch Perfect when she was overweight and that was also like kind of making her the butt of her the jokes so and here she's never this is like she's not like hawking diet goods or anything like no. that she's not saying I'm finally uh proud of my body she's saying like I was proud of my body before and I'm I'm proud of my body now uh but the problem is that these people who make some trait of them meaning their weight their entire identity mm -hmm. leads you to really really bizarre behavior and attachment to people and i have the, this is where i have the hugest problem with identity politics is you're connecting with people on the most superficial of levels it, it, to call it connection is really a misnomer i don't really see it that way uh but it says you know what's fun when you're living in a larger body people mo people post that you're they're concerned for your health then when you transition into a smaller body people post that they're concerned for your health starting to feel like there's no winning as a woman big shocker given the past week in america whoa what a profound <laughs> statement that okay. was so deep uh, <clears throat> she said referencing the uh, the recently leaked draft of the supreme court abortion ruling uh to the people who have dm'd me this week telling me i am no longer a role model because i lost weight i guess my question is why was my body the only thing that gave me value as a role model you're she's right like when when you enter a group in your uh in your in your uh, a role model for being for your sexuality or you're a role model for your skin color or you're a role model for your weight those are the most base level surface uninteresting traits we have as human beings in my opinion you're who you are as a person and i will state this till the day i die though your race your gender your sexual orientation should be the least interesting thing about you as a person you go through a million experiences in your lifetime that shape you into this interesting uh mess of characteristics that make you who you are it's uh unkempt it's not the most linear thing in the world but that's kind of the beauty of being human and they want to categorize collate and label everything and that's just boring and stupid i don't believe any of this i i bet only one person used the term role model in one slightly salty dm about this i bet she is not getting these waves of no. weight loss i bet most people barely even noticed and i think her pr agent was like oh, a perfect opportunity to stand for body positivity go 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 oh yeah no, I, I, th I, don't I don't believe so. any of this i like i hate to be that cynical i, don't know I think this is like a pr stunt to catch attention like if you really felt like you needed to address this like fine but what i think is this was the opportunity maybe someone did send a message like you're not a role model because you lost weight but it's not this wave of people she's making it out to be and i feel like it's definitely given her a chance to respond to it like if no one noticed she had lost weight yep th i mean it it's been for definitely nothing. not had this it's not encouraged to lose oh. weight in the public eye particularly I like would... i know that when adele did it people were like oh my gosh i'm worried about her she doesn't look okay i think the things that she's saying are real people get upset when like heavier actresses or performers <clears throat> uh lose weight and they, they feel even like... made comments that they didn't think adele would be able to like sing as yeah, well yeah. i've heard that I, I used to work with a, a woman who was a trained operatic singer and she was like look i have to have the lung capacity i have to be bigger fine good no problem with me i just think this whole dramatic caption and post photo is just 
I mean, maybe she meant it really authentically, but it is coming across as like a PR grab to stay in the headlines. This is an old article that asks some really interesting questions that I just want to kind of pose openly. And it's uh, this is from Impact and it says, why do female artists receive backlash for losing weight? Uh, the, the reason I would say it's not that female artists get backlash for losing weight. It's that female artists who make their weight part of their packaging Identity. and character get backlash for losing weight. Uh, well, I don't it think has that... to be because your image is everything that you're yes. selling. Um, and I actually feel worse for Adele and um, Rebel Wilson because Rebel Wilson gets cast as like, she was getting cast as like the chunky sidekick who made people laugh. And she the never death. she never necessarily agreed that like she wasn't like, this is what I want to do forever. Right. And mm -hmm. losing weight gives her access to other roles. And that's can be a difficult reality, but it is probably true. Adele never said, oh, well, I only want to be overweight. Right. She never agreed to that in term for her performing. The entire Stars medium of her performance was had nothing to do with had nothing to do with it and so with lizzo who's now have her sh like her shapewear line and it's a huge part of what she talks about like yeah if she were suddenly lose weight i could understand where you'd be like wait this feels hypocritical like you made being a heavy woman in the spotlight something worth discussing and i'm not against that i think that this woman who's on a show that i've never heard of also trying to be like me too guys i'm being attacked as a part of this community it's it just doesn't feel authentic mm -hmm. to me uh, so this is the problem I have when you, uh, when, when everything becomes about representation and all that is represented is the most superficial characteristics you possess. That is where these problems come up because they're not looking for characters or stories to entertain you. They're looking for role models and people to represent what they look like, which is why when you, uh, carry a trait, like say you're, uh, if you're, um, uh, you can't really do that with LGBTQIA. I guess you could come out, I guess, again, as like, I'm no longer, like, I'm I'm only going to date somebody of this gender or something like that and change, like, I'm no longer bi, I'm just going to date men, or I'm no longer bi, I'm just going to date women, and that would change your, uh, your role in that. That's less binary. But with this movement, it says some fans felt betrayed uh, that she had turned back, that she had turned her back on the body positivity movement. So, is it are you so like wrapped up in what your image what this person's image means about you that you have to get angry when they change something about themselves because it turns the mirror back on you and makes you realize that i just didn't realize some of these artists had signed away their bodies to people they don't know online yep, they right did. well like, from from lizzo i get the stronger impression that it is a big part of her brand yes. to be, you know, overweight. Far and more so than the proud other of it. And yeah. that is like a huge part of her image and uh, why people deemed her uh, easy to sell. It says, are we still so shallow that we still see women as mere aesthetic objects? You're doing the same thing in body positivity. You are no less aesthetically using them for their image just because it's a different image than what is considered traditionally beautiful. You're doing the exact same thing. You're no better than right. them. You're telling them their aesthetic is no longer up to your standard, yep. which is like what you're saying they shouldn't care about in the first place. It's uh, it's hypocritical. It's unbelievably rude to me, but that's uh, with women. It's going to happen more than with men because women are traditionally held to different uh, uh, look standards. But it's also like you don't see a lot of like if you look at old videos of like the old Ghostbusters, they don't male movie stars don't really look like Dan Aykroyd anymore. They do not. They look more like Tom 
Henry Cavill or Tom Cruise. I, or I guess it's Tom Look, Cruise. Looks and trends go in and out of fashion. Twiggy is one of the all-time famous supermodels, but before her, she, the idea of like having a rail thin model was not common. It was not yeah. standard. And I think that like we are an advanced enough society to accept that there are lots of different healthy body shapes and types. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's crazy that we have this one actress being like, stop saying I'm not a role model while I make my entire identity about my weight. Right I don't now. see any evidence that she made her that in the entirety of her identity. No, uh, not not Lauren Ash, but like. Someone like Lizzo definitely yes. Lizzo is like heavy-handed about it. I think hardcore. Lauren Ash is making like ha by having this like big conversation about her weight and how people by even making her, this post. Like I feel like she's trying to be like me too. Put if 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 Adele and uh, Rebel Wilson are out, out like put me as like one of the people that you're looking after. Mm -hmm. um, but again, I am just uh, like obviously this has rubbed me the wrong way, and if it's important to someone else, I get that. Um, I think that this like body positivity movement is so strange because it does not let anyone change. Like Mary's totally right. We expect people to stay, stay the way we decided we liked them a long time ago. And like the reality is even people who are not famous, like if you have a kid, your body's going to change. If your health changes, if you decide that you're really into biking and you suddenly get very muscular, like it's totally normal for bodies to change. It's crazy to me that we have people who have to stay overweight in order to stay lovable. Well, yeah, no, and it's not even to be loved. It's to be uh, so that person can look back at them. So whoever that random Joe Schmo 32 that really looks up to Lauren Ash for her for her um, figure so that they can feel uh, comfortable in their own bodies because there's somebody else who's more successful than they are that looks the same way. It's it's more about being sellable than lovable. There are also like male actors who have a reputation for kind of yo-yoing and weight like jonah hill for instance mm -hmm. i know people have paid attention to his weight a lot uh kevin james yeah is a bigger yeah guy. and like i this is reminding me of this ad i saw a couple of days ago um that i had no idea what it was about so i wanted to keep watching i guess <laughs> i'm like so advertising does work completely uh, slave to the corporations for that one but um it it was like Basically, this woman talking about the fact that her thighs touch and how, like, oh, they that's hate a thigh great gap. thing. And uh, if they, you're happy that way, that's cool. But it was like making some kind of, like, poetry out of it. You should feel bad for having a thigh and gap. And then at say. the very end, it the tagline of the commercial was, worship yourself. And no then, and then it just terrifying. showed the then it just showed the Nair logo. So yeah. the whole the whole commercial, like thirty seconds later, they reveal that it was about Nair. Me and me and you have had this discussion off air. Like I find the worship yourself, the self, the over the top self love movement really abhorrent. Only a and, bunch of people that deeply, deeply hate themselves yeah. need to lean that far in the other direction. Yep. And yeah. it's just fake. I think it's like people with astronomically low self-esteem yep. who have to constantly think about themselves and breeds this culture of narcissism yep, it's i mean if lizzo were to lose however much weight she wants to or if she were to gain a bunch more it actually does not affect anyone on this planet but her um, and i think that this idea that we need to value how we look like you can't say love yourself the way you are Especially if this other person is doing it too, that tells you that you're you're doing the right thing. Like you can't have this constant push for outward validation while also standing by this narrative of like 
everyone's beautiful in the way they are. Mm -hmm. Like you are promoting something that does not align with the behavior you're cultivating. I think we used to, uh, as a society, care about how we looked for the sake of like reflecting our dignity as mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And now uh, how you look and like changing how you look has entirely to do with like what kind of commodity are you yeah and we're a much more sexual society at this point in time mm -hmm. so a lot of it has to do with like when they talk about these female artists being overweight it's like but you should find them sexy and it's you not even like we're a more sexual society in if anything we're just more like kind of uh obsessed with sex and then like making yeah, it we're into more a, overtly a product sexual society. and then everyone has less sex appeal than than we all used to because yep. we look worse <laughs> i saw an article well, the other and day it's all anyone can think about yeah right? like we're saying it's about self-esteem but really what they're saying is like people should find you attractive the way you are which like when we didn't talk about this so much was probably still yeah. true it's why it still bothers me when they talk about this stuff in movies there was the tom hiddleston uh, thing from Marvel about like why there's more work to do about having uh, LGBTQ representation in, in movies. I'm like, why? Why nobody's having sex in these movies? Very well, ve sometimes very, they are. <laughs> very rarely in these movies are they doing it a, a romance story. And if it is, it is sub category plot at best why is there more work to do why can't we just accept that some people see the they world have differently to say that yeah because like, you can't leave it alone it's, there always has to be more work to do you can't have a victory a so-called victory and then be satisfied with it i think sorry to go back to the body positivity thing like i think some of this is them trying to be like look at adele or lizzo lizzo is the example the big example because she's so outspoken about her weight and how that affects her confidence and it's like if you too are overweight you also can be just as confident as lizzo you just have to believe and look she's doing it and then you get into stuff like she's launching her own shaper line and that is like oh look like something lizzo endorses and lizzo's confident about how she weighs so how much she weighs so i too will also feel good if it's, i buy her product so can i ask you though because sell. shapewear is literally about looking skinny i need to ask an actual question i don't want people to take this the wrong way uh, i'm not trying to be rude or disrespectful what is the difference between body positivity activist and fat activist I think that the in within this camp there's a division so body positivity would be the people who say like the way you are is good and like you know it can there is a space where this is like a normal not crazy to all the way to the extreme of like however you want your body to be is good which like i disagree with because obviously there are some the furthest standards. extreme is um being fat has nothing to do with your health well like being overweight and i think fat activists with your health also can come and I'm out only... as against other body types fat is okay. better and i've also I mean... seen the body neutrality movement which is just that you shouldn't base your self-worth on how you how your body looks what which is just normal. no way <laughs> yeah and it's crazy that we need how can they sell you things movement based on that kind of crazy i'm sick <laughs> of the term movement and i'm sick of the term community because and a hashtag and a they're the they're the least community. I, when i hear when i he read stuff that quotes fat activists fat activists often like talk about how like they are being kind of attacked or like there is movement against them there is like in a way that other body types don't feel it like they are being shamed or being excluded from clothing lines because they're not they don't come the right sizes or things like that and like 
it's a kind of an extreme camp. I'm only mentioning that because they talk about it in this um, article about body, uh, about shapewear. Uh, Can it be body positive? And some people are saying, yes, it can. Some people are saying, no, it can't. Mm -hmm. And all of this just comes off as like a weird, like, like you said, it's a product that they're selling you now. And it's just, uh, so like the, I have to say, so shapewear, if you don't know for all, maybe I, my male listeners out there are like spanks or things that like push your body. So it fits like more traditional hourglass shapes or whatever else. Kim Kardashian and has skims, there's right? There's tons that's, of them. The famous one is Women spanks. used to have corsets. Yeah. Now they have a new corset. It's, mm-hmm. it's not weird. Like also like people can find them comfortable. Like they can help posture. There's a lot of reasons to wear this stuff. Um, Lizzo came out with one called Giddy. And people were like, oh my gosh, hooray, black woman-owned brand. Like, she's a body positivity role model, whatever. But it's actually a subsidiary of Fabletics. Like, it's not even her oh, own company. Mm-hmm. And That's pretty common in skating for, like, people to start their own company. And then you find out that it's just owned by a conglomerate. Right. Or, like, a, a bigger... Which uh, is, like, camp. they're just trying to sell you a product. Like, mm-hmm. all they're trying to do is sell you the same stuff that Fabletics probably already makes. It's just in colors that that Lizzo picked out. Branding, there, there's branding changes to it and stuff like that. But like so. they're selling you something that already exists that you might have been offended by if they hadn't put Lizzo's face on it. Yes. So, well, well. Uh, I, I just think that the whole thing is kind of fascinating. But to me, I think the biggest issue I have with it is just the desire to feel like you're, that a celebrity should reflect you and be part of your self-worth is kind of abhorrent and you should get as far away from that as possible uh, and try to find a middle ground between being universal positive about yourself uh and the idea of like uh being really um and you know or like really upset with yourself is that you should you need to find a good middle ground you can't uh both uh loathe or you know revere yourself in, well, in great i mean the issue is just that like people have no idea what their purpose is these days yeah and we're just a spiritually sick society mm-hmm. but that's for a different podcast i guess uh, we'll have to come up with a name for that one someday <laughs> All right, Britney Spears fans defend the star as nude photos spark mental health debate. Um, this is a, a good time to have this one because I, I do believe that there's uh, reason to be concerned here, mainly just because the behavior is fairly erratic for somebody who's yeah. that far along. Or and like, what's what's ironic is that other celebrities show just as much if not more skin online as these photos show i think it's the way it's done it's that makes like, it yeah it's so hard to articulate like why this is <laughs> why this is unnerving but um it it's kind of just the, like the camera shots like she's taking them on her own like in her bathroom or something and uh it's like low quality my theory and- my main theory is that this is the, the reason it comes off so bad it's because she's using like a zero megapixel camera to take these pictures and somehow that makes it feel weirder to me like she's shooting it on like an iPhone 5. The way she posted them on Instagram, there were like three different posts. They were all carousel posts and each one had just one picture, yeah. the same exact picture, but with different preset filters put, put onto the picture. And it's just like... I don't know, like how... Or maybe we're just so used to the polished image that that... celebrities present to us that when somebody is actually uh, just a boomer... You can say, like, that's just boomer tech and her being eccentric and expressing herself freely on social media. But it's also, like, you know that that Britney uses Instagram quite a lot and she knows how other people's pages look and it just kind of communicates some kind of disjointed uh, thought process or... um, lack of self-awareness i think part of it is that she doesn't look 
particularly healthy. Uh, like in this, I'm seeing one of the things. She's also not going out of her way to do like a ton of makeup. She looks well, very Well, she does the... have a ton of makeup on her eyes. Like but she's like, got this really yeah, heavy, dark eyeliner. Like if this is what you want to post, I mean, I'm not going to stop you, I guess. Like there's a whole other debate over like whether or not we should like and encourage when women post like basically well, this is nude like photos. this undignified. Yeah, this is. is undignified. And per also like... <sighs> So one of the tweets that comes up in this article is someone being like, I swear people forget that Britney was in prison, uh, in a prison of her father's design for the past 13 years. She missed when we were all terrible at Instagram and used those tacky in-app filters. She's feeling herself, let her be. And it's like, well, when we were all doing that, at least a lot of us, we were like much younger. And if any, if like, if your argument is that she is going through a delayed puberty, like emotionally, she's yeah. like, then, social then media this puberty. Makes this, then this makes this worse, right? If you're saying that she's emotionally immature and therefore not doesn't have the judgment to say, hey, maybe I shouldn't post this, then like it is and worse the, that you're like, then leave do you her have alone. the judgment to literally be like just dating a child right now? Like <laughs> if you are I mean, mentally decades younger than you are than you actually are. Right, but like it's too late. Like, I guess she's that pregnant, it's too late, that's a done but, deal. Like, clearly the guy that she's with did not take that into account. If that is the case. I just think that like it's a weird argument to be like, she's just having like a rum spring on now that she's a free lady. Like she's bopping around, let her be. It's like, well, just because she is free doesn't mean that like I don't know. We we talked about this a lot when we've talked about conservatorships on the show and like the function of conservatorships is to help it's they're supposed to be temporary and they're supposed to help whoever is in them get to a place where they can care for themselves, right? And it it with Britney Spears, like, if she wasn't famous and she didn't have the money, would she be ruled someone who is capable of making safe decisions? It's not like this is actually going to do anything to her career or anything bad, right? Like, she's posting this and, like, it's not a flattering photo, but, like, she did it anyways. It's just that, like, they're defending her as if she's, like, some, you know, newly sprung young teen and like i wouldn't want a young teen to act this way so you can't i don't so i don't know where we stand on what like, i am finding like the most disturbing about this is the attitude of like cheering it on mm -hmm. and unquestionably all of these are super bad faith uh, they're either, they either fundamentally don't understand other people or their bad faith in their arguments my favorite one here it says uh it says uh why are people mad that Britney is able to express herself? Uh, someone named Berenstein opined, opined that it's because they, quote, hate autonomous women, but frame it as concerned. Get the F out of here with your nonsense, dude. Like, even if you have your legal autonomy back, that doesn't make you mentally free. This yeah. is this is the result of people watching stuff like The Handmaid's Tale and thinking that oh everyone is like that in 2022. I think part of it, too, is like she... She doesn't need to post these photos, so why do it? And like to that extent, that's just because like, you hate autonomous women. See, I yeah. think it's true. I'm backwards and oppressed by the patriarchy. Yeah. But like, I feel like di didn't she just say, "Oh, I'm excited about my pregnancy. I'm going to take an Instagram break." And now she's back and is like, "Look, I'm she's, naked." She's like, is this frequently like, announcing these short breaks and always comes back. It's she like a need for. I think yeah. to me, it's like a need for attention. Like she's gone, and then she, she's going to get everyone's attention by posting these racy photos, and then she's going to disappear again, and uh -huh. you know. It signals a level of, like, emotional development that, like, 
I, I can't help but equate it to like young teenagers. Um, One Twitter user pointed out that the reaction was nowhere near the same when Kim Kardashian famously posed for Paper Magazine back in 2014. That the inability to understand that there's a, a difference. professional photo shoot. Well, also people hated that photo. People were like, that photo got so much backlash in a lot of ways. Are we talking about the break the internet yeah, photo? Yeah, the break, break the, the internet. internet. Well, I personally did not hate that photo, but that's just. <laughs> My personal opinion. Uh, sharing nude side-by-side -side shots of uh, Spears in Kardashian, they wrote, so Kim Kardashian can do this, but Britney Spears can't. can't. The, they're actually doing Britney Spears a disservice by posting these next to each other. The way there's literally just no comparison between yes. these. That's, it, it's, uh, th that's either intellectual dishonesty on their part it's, or a lack of understanding of so how the dishonest. world works. Like, she just got her legal autonomy back she has not accustomed to having independence at all clearly yep. she's not emotionally mature to like what her age actually is well and like let's remember she has like teenage children yes. teenage boys who are like and going to school and this is what their mom is posting yeah look i at mean this. imagine being them L look at this uh where they say they compare it to other female celebrities who have posed posed nude and they're all professionally taken photographs i mean i would argue that just because they're professionally taken doesn't mean it's like i, I don't mean, love I, it. I, I think my all argument of it is like lacking dignity but i'm not talking about the dignity i'm talking a about conversation the conversation about her mental health not that the the mental capacity to be able to organize a photo shoot do the photo shoot receive the photos decide when to post them and be them, paid for and them and be paid for them is a level of uh self-awareness and skill uh -huh. that does not come through when you're just posting your own photos on your instagram in a haphazard and also like yeah did she put these on a timer and take her own photos did her like fiance take these photos like i think she said it was like a selfie stick or something but like it's <laughs> so weird but like she hires somebody to take bad photos like <laughs> like can you make them intentionally bad Maybe Sam Asgari is just a really bad photographer. He's not Maybe an Instagram boyfriend. He hasn't had to be. That's One of her captions said she took it herself. That's uh, like that. That's kind of the thing. Like, right? It feels very frenetic and disjointed and uh, very. I don't know how to it, put it into people words. People are like dishonestly responding to this as if there's some kind of like purity spiral about her not being modest enough on Instagram when literally that was not part of exactly. any of the concern. Yep. Yeah, it's not about the modesty so much so as just like the erraticness of her behavior and especially on social media. Um, I, I would hate to be her teenage kids right now. Like that must be yeah. rough. Can you and, imagine? Like, she's literally carrying a child right now. And like how, uh, what kind of level of judgment does this guy she's with have if yeah. he is planning on literally starting like a his, family first, his first child with this woman? who yep. is just not even like mentally present. It says, uh, Britney Spears photo dump of the last time I was in Mexico before there was a baby uh, inside me. Why the heck do I look 10 years younger on vacation? Uh, I, that part could be Boomer, that she just didn't realize she was posting the same photo over and over well, again. She knows though. She uses Instagram all the time. Uh, do you remember when like nude leaks like this used to like be scandals and Disney Channel would have to like recover their stars from yeah. it? And now nope. Brittany is like, me too, I'm in it. My teen daughters said that this looks forced. Please explain this doesn't, this isn't normal behavior. Another one added. I also love the, like, I hate reading when people like pretend like they have relationships with celebrities in Instagram comments when they use phrases like, oh my goodness, honey. Like, don't, you don't have the relationship with this person to be able the to. Condescending yeah, it, familiarity. Yes. Uh, talk. 
Well, it's also, I mean, a lot of it like comes across as like fake uh, concern, like concern, almost like concern trolling, but it's like weird celebrity cultish worship controlling or concern, you know, like they're like, I'm so worried about you. I'm like, are you really losing any sleep? I like this one. One fan suggested that Britney Spears should keep the explicit shots for an OnlyFans account, right? At least make an OnlyFans page. I love Britney, but she's got uh, two big boys who can see this, like. Hey, modern problems require modern solutions, as Dave Chappelle this once is said. So, like, disheartening. It, it, it <laughs> what is, kind of world are we living in? This is the one I was talking about. Just, you don't have to post these, honey. I almost want her to post them just because this lady doesn't want her to. That's how much I hate people who talk like that. See, I don't want her to post these because, like, have some self respect. Uh, and to me, it's not even about self-respect. I get yeah, it's about it self-respect. It's about but self-respect. It's, but it's, that's besides the point I'm, from the mental health debate. Yes, I'm worried more that it's it's the way it's go like it's the way she's going about it that makes it concerning about her mental health. And we're speculating here based on you know secondhand this, evidence. But she has been in the public eye since she was prepubescent. Do you think she has a healthy relationship with attention? No. <laughs> like I just, it's pretty obvious that she does not. I think she so do you guys has think she is, learned has she examined she, her own motivations enough to know how social media can serve her mm-hmm. no I rather than other people she is used no. to being validated as a sex object and that needs to be something that she it's really hard for her to break is what it seems like for mm-hmm. me and in some ways this is sort of like a an attempt to validate how she's feeling about herself right? so does this make you second guess the need for conservatorship it's really because the conservatorship was pushing her further into this yeah. uh, unhealthy relationship with attention because they were forcing her to work, mm-hmm. which is basically slavery. And we don't <laughs> know like what kind of therapist she was seeing. We don't know what kinds of diagnosis or access to like like if a conservatorship keeps her dependent, but she's working like she's well enough to work and make money for the team, but not in a place that she is able to develop independence, then the conservatorship should have ended. I mean, right? this behavior doesn't bode well for. I mean, it was. It's been uh, relatively a short time since she got out of this conservatorship. Mm-hmm. She should be watching her behavior more to, uh, you know, s- to stay in the independent state she has. Because the people who were uh, supposedly supposed to take care of her when she was in the conservatorship were abusing her. Yep, uh, and so using her as a cash cow. So the question, like, so I mean. Me, who tends to be very much on the line of like, yeah, look, she's an adult. She's uh, is she paying her bills? Is she taking care of other aspects of her life? Can she get her own groceries? Can she feed herself? Can she drive from point A to point B? Can she live a life on her own? I don't know if that necessarily. She likely warrants... doesn't have to worry about any of that because of her money. So, so the question is, do we have the right to impose on this based on our own personal opinions on what we think this means? Do I have the right to tell her that she doesn't have a right to her own body? Even if I think that what she's doing is... She can do weird. whatever she wants. Like, none of us are going to stop is. her. But I don't have to consent to it. I don't have to hold it up as like, oh, it's a purity spiral. No, I think this is a weird way to behave. I yeah. would not want my friends to act this way. I would not want my sisters to act this way. I think that there it's a signal that something is wrong. Um I don't have to support this. Mm-hmm. I think and people are in like major denial because they wanted a happy ending to the whole free Britney thing, and, and it didn't like happen. That. It's uh, so I, I mean, to me, I'm I guess maybe because I'm the most uh, 
libertarian. I'm it's just not like a question of libertarian. I'm not saying somebody arrest her, but like I think it's so easy for people who are who have libertarian tendencies to hide behind this. Like, oh, well, I just think she should act however she wants. Sure, but like we don't have to. We don't have to say I'm that not, like the right, way it's they're like, behaving. Where's the compassion are. in that? I'm not saying you have to hold it up as an ideal behavior. I'm not even seeing, saying you have to like it or any of that. I'm just saying, is it something that uh, if people are saying she's in need of help, I say what help? Who provides the help? Is the help forced on her or does she have to go seek it on her own? Are the questions that I would want answered. Well, those are like the pragmatic things that I guess she has to find the answers to herself. Yes. But I'm just saying, like, call me merely, a pragmatist. Merely bringing up the fact that it is concerning is actually the compassionate thing to do. Mm -hmm. And the live and let live attitude, I'm tired of it. <laughs> Like, that's not compassion. That's not caring about somebody. Yeah, I don't think it's the same thing. Like, uh, <laughs> meet people where they're at, yes, and, like, care about them enough not to leave them there. Mm -hmm. Thoughts? What? Thoughts? Oh, I've been giving my thoughts for, like, an hour yes. here. Yes. I mean, I I think that Britney Spears is probably not a stable person, and I'll never meet her in person, likely. I'll never be in charge of making decisions for her, nor would I want to be. Um... But I think this, like, oh, you guys are upset because you don't appreciate a grown woman doing whatever she wants. Yeah. Like, that's clearly not what's going on. There's social be, like, fully there. red oh, well, herring. She should be able to do it. Like, sure, I guess. But I get to sit here and say, like, I think something's wrong. Yeah. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna follow her. I'm not gonna like her content. I'm not going to write about this because I don't want to feed into whatever's going on. I'm mm -hmm. not gonna participate as much as possible. And well, I, I'm gonna write about it. <laughs> the con I, I think that the consistent behavior like this has fueled that debate more frequently. When it first happened, right after. After she got out of the conservatorship people kind of laughed it off it's moved slowly in the direction of maybe it's time to start being concerned about where she's going uh, and i think those are fair questions to ask so we will see uh, uh we will definitely keep track of this i know that uh, mary will enjoy following this case very uh very astutely yes yes all right all right podluck no theme song one day Podluck. Uh, so Paris Hilton says that the abuse that she suffered as a teen, as a teen is impossible to forget. This I had not heard of. You two were, I, I don't know if you knew you about, heard this. about this. You heard about this? It's been I, on for like two years almost. Yeah, she came out with a documentary, I think uh, either last year or in 2020, 2020 where it was heavily focused on her experience at Provo Canyon School, which is just basically a privatized juvenile detention center. Uh, slash boarding school that her parents sent her to when she was a teenager. So it's like scared straight for rich people. Right, yeah. And okay. she she was kind of a problem child. Not even really that much. She was just like partying as a teen. So it says Paris Hilton explained why she opened up about her experience at U2's, uh, how do you pronounce that, Provo Canyon? Yeah. Uh, where she faced emotional physical and physical abuse as a teen despite never planning on telling that story. Uh, the 41-year-old made an appearance on the Australian news program, The Project, where she talked about working with the Irwin family on a project involving the Australian zoo, aside from contributing her fame to a commercial about wildlife. However, Hilton shared her experience on becoming an advocate for children suffering abuse. Uh, I couldn't sleep at night knowing that this was still happening, and I knew that I needed to use my voice. Hilton said of sharing her story in uh, this is Paris in the this is Paris documentary. I thought to myself, maybe God made me go through this and gave me a gift so that one day I could be one to save these children. Uh, this rings particularly true to me because. Um, uh, of instances within my family having uh, dealt with nursing homes that are extremely poorly run uh, where I'm from um, to the point where the government had to get involved back in the day and even to this day, even after attempted overhauls in the that 
sector of the healthcare industry. Um, you know, when it's not, uh, when it's state run, it's very bad. It tends to be very, very bad. And these facilities mm -hmm. are very, very, uh, horrible to old people. So this is kind of, um, a similar analog just with young people. And it says, uh, in the YouTube docu documentary, which was released in 2020, Hilton spoke of the abuse that she suffered in an effort to shine a light on what numerous teens endure at congregate facilities, uh, congregate care facilities. Although she admitted it was so painful to talk about, she expressed validation in the incredible work that her story has led to. Uh, it's made such a change that I, uh, and I've changed laws and now taking this to the federal level. So I do feel proud of the woman I am and what I've done through what I've been through and how strong I am. She said, testifying in front of lawmakers to create uh, reform within these facilities. She says, I feel that this is how my legacy and something that is my mission, that now this is my legacy and that this is my mission in life and something that has really, uh, that has really deep meaning and that I'm going to continue fighting until it change is made. So this is a cynical side of me says that this is similar to uh, the Evan Rachel Wood documentary, obviously with far less pointed uh, means I'm always weary of activism in any form from celebrities. That's uh, if I'm being 110% honest, uh, I don't know anything about these facilities on the outset, other than I know that the similar analogs to other aspects of the healthcare industry reflect similar problems. So there's room for me to, to want to continue learning in there, but I'm always like, it feels to me that a lot of times these days, celebrities are reforming their characters around activism. I don't think that's what's going on here. I think she's more than happy to be behind this. She enjoys working behind the scenes more than she enjoys being in front of the camera now, which is probably why I'm more, uh, uh, likely to give leeway. Yeah, she's when discussing more this. of a businesswoman yes. than an influencer these days, but she dabbles in. And yeah. I'm trying to be as uh, fair-minded here. I'm not trying to say that I don't believe her. That obviously I do believe that she probably went through exactly what she went through. Otherwise, yeah, she's her successful story has that... been corroborated by other yes. people who attended the school at the time. So I'm just my my natural weariness towards celebrities who turn to activism in their older years is only weighed down by celebrities who turn to activism now in their younger years, because as you all know, that it's not enough to just not be an activist yeah. you have to be anti-activist i tend to like this kind of public statement or campaign better yeah. from celebrities because it is targeted to a specific thing they are directly related to and it's so an she's industry not it's not a group. saying like, like this place I'm, has an address yeah and, she's like, a board of when you take a broad it. stance on like i'm an LGBTQ ally, I am against Donald Trump or like whatever yeah. it is. Like it's vague. It's I'm against misogyny. To, it's kind of to, kind of to grab attention. Uh, but in this case, like this is a specific. I don't even know if it's technically registered at school, but like a specific facility where she lives, she resided. Of and like part of it is some of these movements, and I don't know about this case, but like sometimes they start with other students, and she might feel like because she is. Um, let's say an alumni of the school with a lot of influence that she in particular can help like be involved in this. I know she made an appearance during like a legislative session in Utah with other students who had mm -hmm. been at this school. Like this mm -hmm. seems different for me than a grandstanding position on a vague topic. Yes. There's also a um, larger problem uh, beyond just that school though in like what they called the troubled teen industry, mm -hmm. which I'm sure multi, is very lucrative for some people. A multi-billion dollar industry, yeah. she says here. So yeah. I also want to point out that there's, before we continue on this, is like this is why I, I have trust issues with these industries. Remember anytime you watch reality TV that you're still watching a character being portrayed because she talks about that in here, that who she portrayed on The Simple Life is not her. 
she is much more intelligent than she gave her than she portrayed uh, in in those shows like that. So this is still these types of shows are still being made today. So be weary of any person who portrays a certain type of image uh, on a reality TV show because the likelihood that they're like that in real life is very very. It's different. more difficult to make reality TV shows like that because mm-hmm. I I think back in like 2003 people would kind of just believe. Mm-hmm. And now we characters. have like the other ways of and checking And now we're so cynical that we know. We know and also they have to they would have to maintain that character on their social mm-hmm. media and on this person's social media that can yeah. never be caught off guard. So it says there's so she's re- in re- reference to the the places where she was. She says they're so abusive verbally, mentally, physically where it's affected me in so many ways in my life. Uh, or it's hard for me to trust people or open up, she said, of the treatment she encountered at congregate care facilities. I've had severe PTSD and nightmares. It's something that I've thought about every day and will probably f- uh, for the rest of my life. And even though I'm healing and talking about it and helping others, it's something that I think will stick forever. It's impossible to forget. And they talk about in, in this article from Newsweek about, she says, I was strangled and slapped, sexually assaulted by people in these facilities. Uh, I was strangled, slapped across the face, watched in the shower by male staff, and called vulgar names, forced to take medication without a diagnosis, not given a proper education, thrown into solitary confinement in a room covered in scratch marks, and smeared in blood and so much more, Hilton told reporters about her time at Provo Canyon School and so other so-called troubled teen facilities in Utah. Uh, so this is when they're talking about the effort that she made to make legislative change uh, within uh, that industry where they want uh, more federal oversight of these because it's like they only need like a one page affidavit to get somebody submitted there. Yeah, There's- these can be run out of like people's homes who just decide to sign up and like charge money for you to send your child there, which like I feel terrible for the parents who felt so at the end of their rope with their teens that they were like this is our only option and then to hear about what was happening to their child i obviously feel a lot of uh empathy for like students who were sent there who were you know troubled in some way but like it just makes me so there are like they keep saying it's a boarding school and like there are a lot of really reputable like safe boarding schools yeah that's not really what this is this is Mm -hmm. like a hybrid between like theoretically therapy for your kid but also a scared straight but also juvenile detention we used to center. we used to hold up scared straight as like something to like i mean i don't even necessarily know if if you can necessarily call the idea of showing someone the horrors of where their life could be heading is a bad thing no it's but like, this goes far beyond yeah. you that. know those stories about people whose like kids are out of control and so they pay someone to like kidnap them in the middle of the night yeah. and drag them kick i that's think like that what is what quite is literally like. what happened to paris yeah like, yep. she did get taken in the middle of the night they just found a legal way to do it that's which is like crazy and it shows that there's like no socioeconomic uh barrier mm-hmm. yep in fact the, probably most of the people who can afford it would getting be rich. sent here are from like wealthier family families i don't know if this I think is there's probably a mix to be honest i think these places would probably take anyone's money and mm-hmm. it like from all of the ways in which she describes it it sounds like prison uh, it says one day in isolation felt like a week. The small rooms covered in scratch marks. She says, there was zero privacy. Every time I would use the bathroom or take a shower, it was monitored. Uh, she said at 16 year old, at 16 years old, as a child, I felt their piercing eyes staring at my naked body. I was just a kid and felt violated every day. So uh, it, it shows to you, like one of the things that about this is like it shows that in the world we live in now, she could have made this a cause of hers when she got out, but the world wasn't ready to deal with that 
problem mm-hmm. yet. And I don't think she had the platform to do yeah. it. Yeah. I would say it's more complicated than that. Like, it seems like the timing of her documentary coincides with other people who attended the school mm-hmm. coming forward, the motion against the school picking up some steam, and also there seems to be, like, coinciding with some legislative motions that were going through the Senate. So, like, yeah, I guess we could say at 18 she should turn around and been like, this bad thing happened to me, but, like... No, I'm saying that I don't think the world was... I don't think the world was ready to have that discussion anyways, because the, the world we live in now is a much different place than it was back then. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would have gotten the attention that who it's would have going listened to, to paris hilton in like 2003 yeah i don't think anyone would have trusted her no. testimony back then so it would have it, in, in given the blurred lines of reality back then mm-hmm. uh they could have seen it as a bit or something yeah like that. so it's something that could have because i had to i had to ask that question of myself when i read the story because my initial Whenever something like this happens and a long time goes by, my initial concern is like, why did it take so long uh, to talk about it? Uh, your empathetic side says they were traumatized. This happened and they needed to process that. My my less uh, my more cynical side says there's industry in making these thing in making a story about stuff like this. I'm not that's not what I'm saying happened here. I'm just saying I'm always asking those questions of myself when we cover stuff like this Which because you should, I'm yeah. just weary of anybody who who starts when these things come up uh, because it always feels like i'm being sold uh something by someone uh mm-hmm. i can't really put words as to what that is but it's just something that you should have your hackles up and at least question what you're being told uh even if you do believe them uh think about it critically so i i think this is kind of fascinating because now i think that her image will change uh, her image already has changed yeah. she's not nobody looks at her at least nobody who's culturally aware looks at her and thinks of uh simple life they think blonde. of they think of more of a businesswoman mm-hmm. um in a more mannered and uh um classy businesswoman than uh than someone like a kardashian who makes their entire life the forefront of the business she's learned to kind of move back to behind the scenes similar to how her was it her dad that owned the hotels or her her great-grandfather created the the hilton hotel line so she's kind of uh grown into this role which i think helps her credibility in the situation like you said so i don't know if that uh, if those legislations will ever reach the federal level but she definitely worked uh in help make change at the uh, uh you know at the state level Mm-hmm. So, is that something? Is this a story you were well aware of beforehand? Because I had never heard of it. Yeah, it started. Okay. It started happening in 2020, and I've watched a lot of documentaries about other schools like this. Um, just because I was interested in sort of what the regulation behind educational institutions like this were. Okay. All right. Uh, did you see the new the the story about Jesse Williams? I honestly don't know who Jesse Williams is. Uh, but I saw the headline. He's from Grey's Anatomy. From from okay. what I understand, he's from Grey's Anatomy. Uh, being not being the biggest Grey's Anatomy fan in the world, as you can imagine, I'm not exactly the target demographic for for Grey's Anatomy. Me neither. Apparently, I don't uh, know who he is. But it says uh, Jesse Williams nude footage from Broadway uh, from Broadway debut leaks, and Twitter is not well. So I didn't know this happened. Uh, on Broadway, I didn't know people did full frontal nudity. Mm-hmm. On uh, I might Daniel go, Radcliffe did it in one. I might have to go see that Pamela Anderson Broadway show <laughs> that I heard is out now. In uh, she's what she doing Chicago or something like Anything that. Anything to shock people these days. Pretty much. Is this shocking? Are we are we shocked by this now? I'm. I'm I mean, sh- that's like the selling point, but I don't think uh, it's uh, actually that. I do think. I, I do think that there's an interesting discussion here where they talk about how uh, I don't have that initial article pulled up where he talks about being very, very nervous about doing this, right? Uh, about going full frontal in front of a, an audience. Uh, and then I'm sure your worst fear in that case 
would be somebody sneaking because they confiscate the phones at the door uh, or they lock them in mm-hmm. in uh, in bags like zipper bags. So like they do that at comedy shows too, right? So mm-hmm. uh, a new comedian or a comedian can't have their set getting out, so people aren't allowed to film with their phones. That's why Dave Chappelle. That's why there's no great video of Dave Chappelle getting attacked by that dude in the Hollywood Bowl. Um, so this guy's biggest fear, if he actually was nervous about it, was that somebody's going to sneak in a phone, and that's exactly what happens. Pictures get leaked out, and the thing is, he kind of just has to accept it right i mean i do think the public reaction if this had been a woman would be different i think we'd be saying that it was a violation and i think we'd be talking about how uh that as a society we're uh devaluing women i I think the guy i think they're just basically saying get over it people think it's uh think you're attractive but the consent aspect of it i think would be different if we were having discussion i think it could be different now if he decides he wants to play it that way and yeah but I don't, I don't know if the media narrative would be would be different but it says right here it says uh so he says jesse williams is okay with being nude on broadway it's a body so basically saying like you know it's cats out of the bag now there's nothing we can do about it and he's a good looking dude and he's like people were like giving him compliments about the size of his junk so okay. he's like you know uh compliments it, that's, that's fine i mean i think that's why people will not take it seriously yeah. if it's a guy because i think like a woman revealing uh, what her naked body looks like, it, it genuinely does have more gravity. Mm-hmm. Than, like, objectively. Because I think a guy can more easily just, like, brush that off as, like, eh, whatever. Can you explain that? The, 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 gra- I mean, how, how the like, gra- a woman's, like, what a woman looks like it actually is more important mm. than what a man looks like mm-hmm. in just her social interactions mm. and like intimacy like that uh context i don't think women ask for pictures of men's penises no, but i do, do know that men ask for naked it's, pictures of women. yeah it's like less like, value there is a different standard here yeah, yeah. so so yes. it's, it's easy kind of it's easy to believe that he's just like kind of brushing it off. It's easy to and believe also, that he like, gets to too. Like it doesn't have the yeah. same way. Like maybe some, you know So if this had been leaked and it was a female uh Broadway performer, uh what would what It would you... be objectively like way worse. Uh in what way? Because like the media response said, or like, like the or the the public response. I think both. I think the media would take it as like a there would be a I, what I predict is that there would be a like brave and bold that she's doing this, but also like wow, why did that person sneak in their phone uh-huh. and violate the like confidential whatever? And also, I think with men, it's like as long as he doesn't apparently look too weird down there, too Ken doll, I guess. Yep. Like then everyone is like, aha, he's so hot. Like women, it's like a laughing, like a funny. It's thing like a funny thing versus that like being violent like very okay so is he allowed i were a man and this happened to me i would feel angry i would want like i don't understand why this wouldn't get counted as like distribution if you agreed to this role where you're going to be naked like you know then wouldn't you say the same thing if a woman accepted this role and yes i would i would all right so then the question for me is uh um if his reaction had been different if he was angry would you sympathize with him I'd sympathize with him, but on the caveat. Or empathize. I should say empathize. Not I don't know. On the caveat that, like, this is a risk that you take when yeah. you produce any content like this, right? Yeah. Um, any woman who poses naked for a uh, magazine or for a movie, like, risks somebody taking a picture of them doing that mm. and it being leaked. Like, you have had to make the decision that, like, people seeing your naked body mm-hmm. is okay with you. And I don't think I would make it. I find, like, using people's nudity as a way of like selling tickets kind of degenerate but like 
he had to know on some level that like people were going to see him naked. It sounds like he can brush it off because he's like, it's just more than I expected, right? Yep. If they thought they would sell 5,000 tickets to the show in its total run and now, you know, 100,000 people are seeing Like, him. why would you rather people see you naked in the flesh rather than pixelated? <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. But, like, <laughs> also, like... He's like, I'm not mad that they see me naked. He's like, I'm mad that they didn't pay for it. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the reaction from Twitter. They're like, oh, I'm going to buy a ticket to the show now. So, like, yeah, because I'm that cynical, was the... I'm like, I mean, so I don't know anything about lost. the story of this play. Would so we this even is know he was my in bias? it? Would we even know he was in it if no, this hadn't happened? No. It's, it's yeah. about, uh, it's about, um, I, I read it up here right now. I actually kind of. Who knows who cares? It's called I, like, Take Me Out, uh, which is, uh, it's no. about um, homophobia in baseball. It's just like it's the most 2022 thing I've ever him heard. Him being naked in the play is for shock value, yeah, and it's supposed to like draw people in to watch it. Like I don't respect that, mm -hmm. yep. and you did that because you probably like lack uh, dignity, and you're selling be your naked body yeah. in a very like. You don't think he sees it as this... artistic as in artistic no. I mean, integrity? Maybe, maybe he does, that, but then but... maybe that's why it doesn't bother him. I was reading this uh, biography of an actress and she was saying like, once you do nudity in a movie, there's no going back yeah. because you've set that standard of something you're comfortable with. So the next movie that you do, mm. you can't be like, no, I don't want to because the director will be like, but you did it for the other movie. And so like, to me, like, I just... There's nothing that I would want to do that would make me want to take my clothes off like this for like public entertainment. Um, but that's my personal value. He obviously doesn't seem to think that that's a big deal. And so, so to a certain extent, like I, I think it's probably normal that he's not outraged. Like if it had been a movie and they're like, like what's that? There's some movie where you see Richard Gere's mm. penis. Um, like that's gonna live in perpetuity forever. Like if this had been a film, he would be like, yep, everyone's gonna see it and that's okay because it's making me a lot of money like i don't really think he has a like to stand on for being a i don't think he I, I don't think he is i'm just trying to find where the differences would be in the discourse between men and women in this case because i find it kind of fascinating because I, I think it's just that like we it felt like the the second article here where he says it's fine it felt like he just kind of conceded that it's fine because the cat's out of the bag <laughs> And he's there's no other I choice. I think he now. might genuinely feel like it's no big deal. Yeah, I think men and women govern their body differences differently, and I stand by like I who is asking for naked pictures of who? Like, yeah, nine out of yeah. ten times here, team. I only say yeah. that I only bring that up because he the the original article that was written about this was how he, there was a whole thing written about how he felt terrified about doing this. And then the worst, po you know, if if the reason he feels terrified, I don't know if the reason he feels terrified is because he doesn't want the people in the audience to see him naked and he has to get comfortable with that. Or if mm -hmm. he's terrified because he's worried that stuff will get out. My guess it's more about getting comfortable with being naked in front of a room full of people. Mm -hmm. But it's still to me like the worst but possible. Like, I think if you have second guesses about something like that, you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Like he agreed to do this for this show like now any film director could be like well you were naked in that one play so could you be naked in our movie like I, yeah. I feel bad for performers especially like if he's trying to get his, some momentum going for his career and he feels like this play is something worth doing but like i don't know i guess you have to have be realistic and say like once i have made this decision it's out of my control where images of me in this position mm -hmm. end up yep. all right so uh mike tyson is not being charged at all uh, for did you remember that? Did you yes, were you on, were King. you, were you no, on the episode when he beat the guy okay. up on the plane? 
There's this guy sitting behind him on a plate. <laughs> oh my god, she wasn't here for this. Yeah, uh, I think that was like a, I need a to game start, day or something. I, I need to start keeping like a Wait, notepad. just tell me what happened. So he, he this guy, guy behind him on a plane was like a fan of his, was asking for pictures and stuff like that. I think they did take a selfie, but then he wouldn't stop bothering him. There was an allegation that the dude like threw a water bottle at Mike Tyson, but that's not confirmed and it's not recorded. Mm -hmm. And then Mike Tyson just decided he had enough and went and pummeled the dude in the face. You can see it on the screen right now. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the This isn't the video with the epic shot of the guy's face afterwards where the guy just looks really like confused. Really There's defeated. a screenshot of it in the TMZ. Just yeah. confused yeah, here it is right and here, defeated yes. and hurt. So it says, uh, it's a big deal for Iron Mike because he had been facing the possibility of multiple criminal charges. He punched a man repeatedly in the face uh, at SFO on a jet blue plane in, in on April 20th. Reps for Tyson had alleged, uh, alleged that the man threw a water bottle at him and annoyed him repeatedly prior to the attack. An attorney for the man, meanwhile, had argued that no water bottle was thrown. Uh, and if you, you know, if the water bottle doesn't fit, you must acquit. So uh, no. <laughs> uh, it says, and blame the incident on the client being overly excited. Uh, and so <laughs> uh, it's just further evidence between this and Dave Chappelle's attacker they're just soft on crime out there in California, and that's yeah. a problem. Maybe we should be, uh, you know, not to be a selective enforcement person, but I'd rather the guy who attacked Chappelle got tried than, than Tyson, but, you know, that's just me. Uh, so, also, did you see that... Um, I can't believe that you weren't there for when we covered that. It's so weird. I need to start keeping a flow chart about who who's here when we cover <laughs> what topics, right? Uh, they're not even going to air the Dave Chappelle set from where the attack happened at all. He would he, he had cameras there, but they weren't hit. They Dang, weren't. We need the 4K footage. There Hello? were no, no. Here's the thing. There were cameras there, but they weren't Netflix. It was the the Hollywood Bowl event was the Netflix is a joke festival, but they weren't there to film Dave Chappelle. Uh -huh. He the stuff he filmed was for his own yeah. stuff for, his, you know, that's just part of his job is to have his sets filmed. So there's not even going to be like a darn like there's like imagine they could turn that into a doc like into a Hulu documentary. If we've got Astro World documentary and all of these like real life documentaries of stuff that happens or that one day we'll get an Oscars documentary where Will Smith hits Chris Rock. Uh, maybe awesome. we could get uh, a documentary of this uh, and, and show what happened. Why aren't they capitalizing on this? Bad business decisions. Netflix between... I think they don't know how to handle it. Like we haven't gotten quite a verdict on the Will Smith thing yet. So. <laughs> I'm loving that like the relationship between the entertainers and the observers now is one of struggle. Oh, and... Like we're literally just physically fighting each other. So now, <laughs> you know, every time that uh, heckler comes in the show who's like big, burly, and looks like he works out all the time, th that, that performer better be careful about what he claps back at that guy with because you don't know what that guy... That guy might not have much to live for. He might just run up on stage and attack you, you so know. you're gonna make you not want to interact with any other humans on the planet yeah well, well or that or it's Are going to killing your spirit <laughs> no i just like ugh, will it make uh this well like maybe it'll make like the the higher level performers like a bill burr or a or a chris rock or a uh um, or of Dave Chappelle, just hire their own private security. Or come security. armed. Like, what if they came carrying a gun? That and would... he's like, rushed the stage, and Bill Burr's like, not today, sir. D that would be fantastic. I mean, literally, the guy that attacked Dave Chappelle could have had a gun because... Well, he had a bayonet. So. For all anyone knows, <laughs> for all anyone knows he, he snuck that in. It looks exactly like a gun. He could have snuck in a gun if he wanted to mm -hmm. and literally murdered Dave Chappelle. So their so security really, sucks. 
the NRA should pair up with all performing comedians Perfect. and to be like, this is the reason <laughs> that we get to carry. The NRA and Six Hour. This is hour. the marketing thing. I don't understand what they're doing. Uh. Uh, it's like we'll, NRA's new spokesperson is Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. And look, he's a, he's pro 2A. He'd take it. He, he's he's pro 2A. I'm telling you, this is the spin. I don't understand why anyone is not <laughs> immediately capitalizing on this. He, uh, like he, he partners with like Glock or Six Again, Hours. Again, like, with the million dollar ideas on PCC. Always. Okay, Anna Winter. You wanted to talk about Anna Winter. I know nothing about Anna Winter except for there was a movie made about her. Yeah, so Amy O'Dell just wrote a biography about her. Everyone's freaking out because she's really just kind of a... A mythologized character, mm. even though she's a real person, she's, uh, I mean, like she sits behind her, her shades and her uh, sculpted bob haircut. And... I've seen about a million crime series that do their own version of yeah. Anna Winter. She has become sort of an Americana persona. Yeah. Um, she's such a like integral figure in the fashion industry. Yeah, so um, The Devil Wears Prada, I guess few people knows this, but it is like based on a true story of... Mm an assistant she had and I, I don't know if this is true or if she was just like trying to be cheeky about it but she said she didn't remember this woman at all that's really funny like it's kind of like <laughs> she's some had meme. so many she just like cycles through them and they <laughs> they leave also, once like, they have had their spirits crushed. she literally even though probably this girl got fired like made this girl's career by yeah. giving her something to yeah, write and about fair enough. and she's like still irrelevant to Anna Winters like I'm sorry yeah. but that is like killer just That's thought like we do a drive-by shooting on, on her it's, it's yeah. like the meme it's like you took everything from me it's like i don't even know who you are yeah, right exactly yeah. Anna winters literally goes who yeah <laughs> but i am excited i do want to read this biography because i want to get like the inside scoop on her wait so is the, is the biography different than the movie yeah, so the, yeah. the movie is, like, based on, but is fictionalized. Of yes. Anna, it's based on a, a Anna Winters-esque, I think, Anna Wintour-esque person. I think, if I remember person. correctly, and Mary, correct me if I'm wrong, but the author of that had been an assistant to Anna Winters, yes. and it is a novel she wrote, so it's fictional, okay. based off her experience. Yeah, and I'm sure that that kind of villainized Anna Wintour in a way that's, like, not actually believable. So the biography is supposed to be... Uh, showing more like the soft side like she is a grandmother and a person and I'm sure she's not she is like, human actually evil she doesn't maybe actually she know is. her grandkids well maybe is. she's like done a lot of evil shit I, I uh, the thing that. is like what if she's like this weird villain who like is weirdly like she likes who she likes and she doesn't like everybody like right is that a horrible way to live life I mean, I respect it. I don't like, know. I'm kind of for it. In the fashion world, you you do have to be cutthroat. So I am. I'm intrigued. I think. I and like the this, fact but... that like this book became a movie and was a big deal, and she was like, and I don't. I like, literally whatever. cannot even remember who you are. This is this has no bearing, and nothing happened to her. It's not like afterwards people were like, oh, Anna Winters is so evil. Yeah, they were like, yeah, she's an ice queen of fashion. That's why we kind of keep her where she is. Yeah. I, she is who she says she is. I know nothing about her. I know literally other well, than... Well, maybe you should read the biography. I, I should, maybe I should read the biography. Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Educate yourself. Learn and grow. Shrink I'm, and forget. Shrink and forget. I'm not learning and growing. I'm protesting learning and growing. <laughs> uh, Hannah Claire, thank you so much for coming today. Thanks for having me. It's been a blast. Tell everyone where they can find you on social media. You can find me on Instagram at hannahclaire.b and you can find me on Gab at hannahclaireb. You can also find me, of course, on timcast.com. Click on the read tab. I saw you posted a story post on Instagram the other day. It blew my mind. Did I? I? I yeah. Oh, yeah. I was out and about in the world. Yes. I, I'm trying to get better. I have to say, I've got like agoraphobic boomer social media tendencies. So I was I'm excited to see it up. too for some reason. I, even though I've only followed you for a few weeks. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I, um, I have to put a 
get a photo of myself on the Timcast site, like on my author's page. And I was like trying to scroll through and see if I had like a headshot. No, I don't have a a picture of myself, like of myself by myself like that since 2020. So I'm gonna get gonna get better. I'm gonna rejoin social media slowly nice. but surely. Slowly but surely, we've been giving you've been giving that like update for like the last four months, and it's it's and I posted very, very slowly, very slowly, very surely. I need a coach. I need someone who will be like post that post that photo. Okay, do it now. Can I like, be your social media? coach? I would honestly love. That'd that. be so fun. That's so, <laughs> I feel I'm a hundred years old. Like hire uh, my Zoomer. Can I just like here. manage your Instagram? And I would honestly you? love it. Except <laughs> I'm all over the place, but yeah. Let's talk more about that. Yes. <laughs> Mary, uh, since you're going to be Hannah Claire's new social media yeah, manager. Yeah, find me on there. <laughs> tell everyone where they can find you. Um, yeah. You don't get TikTok, but you do have this. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram at CloserKitty. Newly on WeChat at CloserKitty. My WeChat ID is CloserKitty. Please connect with me on there. <laughs> don't do I'm it. new make 10 friends. out of 10 I have been asking Mary to do this for so long <laughs> and I posted it on my Instagram story uh the little the Chinese QR code where said, you can find you. me um <laughs> so it's a done deal I love my CCP overlords anyway <laughs> you can also find the articles I post on the Timcast website when I promote them on Instagram and now we chat I guess Kami I recently posted one about Chet Hanks being the white boy summer visionary hero that we need. He is. He is. He is not the hero we deserve, but he's the hero we need. Tim right Cat, now. hero that we apparently have. No matter Chet what. Hanks propaganda arm, and I'm so happy about it. We are. How long until he comes on Pop Culture Crisis? That's the real question. If the countdown is happening, we're we're gonna work on it, and we're gonna get a cameo from him too. I kind of. I, I so almost want to pay Please. for it myself out of pocket. <laughs> Uh, we never know. We'll see. Guys, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. I do not have a WeChat, thank gosh. Uh, I, I'm not, I do not believe in <laughs> not my CCP yet. overlords. Not not at all. Um, but you wake up with it on your phone. No. You can't even download it. <laughs> no. Don't don't joke about something like that. So yes, uh, me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic for the show. Go to the YouTube channel. Uh, just another heads up. We are going live in one week on Monday what is it? May 16th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is 12 p.m. Pacific. We are very excited about that. I am nervous, slash excited, and it's like varying levels each and every day. It's a little bit more excited one day, a little bit more nervous one day. Uh, it's a process. Uh, for now, you can like videos there, leave comments on all the videos. Mary reads all of the comments. Every last one. And she will respond. And then I stick the CCP overlords on you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and she responds with snail mail to, to the CCP. Uh, after that, you can uh, go to the Spotify playlist which is linked in all of the youtube videos it has the whole podcast start to finish uh, you can listen to all those episodes monday through friday on the way to work or wherever you may be going we are also on amazon music apple podcast pandora all of those places where podcasts are sold and we are on social media we are not on wechat yet thank goodness but yet. we are on twitter at pop culture underscore show Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod, Facebook and TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis. Dane will be made very happy if you follow us there. We will have another episode tomorrow. We will see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.